how did I know this was going to happen? I feel terrible. Traveling just really takes it out of me, like the flights home. But with the fiasco of travel that we just went through, I can't even, I don't even have my wits about me right now. So I was going to do this whole episode about my entire trip. I've taken notes. I was going to go through it day by day. But I'm so exhausted and I'm going to walk you through like what happened with our travel. That's going to be like your little bonus to hold you over for next week. Um, But I'm so tired. I like I can't even see straight. I just had to go to the store because we don't have any food. We have nothing for dinner and we needed some stuff from Costco. So I just went to Costco and like got some stuff, came home, did some laundry and now I have to pull apart some chicken for Benny and I need to show prep for I just can't and I'm going to explain everything. So this episode is purely going to be about the travel portion of our trip and then I'll actually get into the meat and potatoes of the trip um, for next week's episode that I'll start recording tomorrow. And then we'll be back on regularly scheduled. My throat is killing me. So <clears throat> when Brett booked this trip, and and he's going to hear this and be like, there were no other options. When I'm sure there was. When Brett booked this trip, he had been looking for a while. And he... the pro- Benny, stop chasing him! My throat. Oh, my God. I cannot even describe to you the pain that I'm in right now with my throat. Um, we had to go to a wedding in Chicago first. So that kind of threw a monkey wrench in our travel plans. Is it monkey wrench or just wrench? Either way, normally we fly direct from San Francisco to Heathrow, but then we have to drive from Heathrow to where Brett lives, which could take like five to six hours. And before, um, Brett always also rented a car when we got to England. And this time we were getting like a private car to pick us up. So because we were going to the wedding and because we were only going to be able to be in England for like eight days, we needed to kind of cut the time down by skipping out on some of that driving. So the plan was to fly from San Francisco, drive to San Francisco, leave the car, fly from San Francisco to Chicago, and then fly from Chicago to Manchester. So Brett told me the travel plans, but I didn't realize the details until legit the day before. So Brett basically tells me that we have to drive to San Francisco at 1 a.m. to catch the flight at, I think, 5 to Chicago. He drops the bomb on me later that there's also a layover. So it's the night before. We have so much stuff to do. I had an appointment. I had two appointments, actually. We're running around trying to get showered, trying to get packed. I had done most of my packing before. Thank God. We go to bed, but you know, the anxiety of knowing that you're only going to get a couple hours, like both of us didn't fall asleep right away. I'd say we each got like an hour and a half, two hours um, of sleep because we went to bed at like, what, 1030 and we had to be out of the house at like 120. So we start the drive to San Francisco. We get there. The airport is like dead. Um, I'm already starting to see that this is a freaking nightmare and I'm starting to make fun of Brett on my Instagram, which most of you did see. I really neglected my What the Chuck page. I thought I was going to do most of my posting there, but I ended up doing a lot of it on my Megan Rage radio. Whenever I go on vacation, I just go on full blown vacation mode like I detach from everything and really just focus on my own personal account. And that's kind of just what I did. So first of all, when we get to the airport, we're standing in the line for security and there's a healthy amount of people that are wearing masks. And um, 
This guy that's obviously not, that's pretty near to us, says these people behind us, hey, watch out, COVID's going to slip through the cracks on your mask. Like, you guys know those masks aren't doing anything fucking for you, right? Like, super aggressive, making everyone feel super uncomfortable. I'm like, it is too early for this. It's like 4 o'clock in the morning at this point, probably earlier than that, probably like 3.30. Um, There's nothing open in the airport. We're just kind of waiting. We get on our flight. We have a layover in Las Vegas. Brett is scared of flying, so he normally fills himself up pretty full of drinks. So we he had started getting drinks in San Francisco, and then we get to um, Las Vegas, and we sit next to this couple, old couple, and we're like talking to them for a little while, and then we fly to Chicago. This is all Southwest, and our Southwest flights. To Las Vegas, we sat together, but to Chicago, we didn't. And Brett's like a super anxious flyer. And it's been a while since I've honestly been on a Southwest because now I'm used to doing long haul travel. Those little shitty planes really seem little and fucking shitty. Let me tell you. So we get to Chicago and we're staying at the shittiest hotel. I'll get into that later when I talk about like more about the trip. Um, I just don't have it in me today. Like it's really hurting me. I don't know if you can hear me like swallowing. It's really hurting me to talk right now. So I just really want to go over what's gotten me to this point of exhaustion. So we get to Chicago um, and we have a rehearsal, not a rehearsal dinner, actually. It's like a welcome party to go to. So we've slept for two hours. We didn't sleep on the planes. We get to Chicago, immediately have to get ready for this party, go to this party and come home. And I'll tell you all about that. Uh, next week. So we're the, in Chicago for three days and now we are flying United from Chicago direct to Manchester. Is that right? Was it direct? Yeah, it must have been. Yeah. So we fly and Brett got us premium economy just so we could be like super comfortable, which was the one nice thing that he did <laughs> as far as travel plans go. So um, it was really nice. The food was so good. The seats were super comfy. They had so many movies on the flight. I watched that Sandra Bullock Channing Tatum movie, which was really funny, Lost Island. And then I watched Dog with Channing Tatum. I don't know what it is with me and Channing Tatum on flights. Remember last time we went to England, I watched the Magic Mike movies. Anyways, I watched that movie Dog, which was really good. I was nervous about it at first because I didn't want to watch a sad dog movie when I was already sad about leaving the animals. But I watched the trailer first and I could tell it wasn't really going to be sad. It's more of a happy movie. So I took a chance, watched that. Um, And then I watched Full House for the rest of the episode, for the rest of the flight. We get to Manchester and it's pouring down rain. I only brought summer clothes. Don't worry. We'll get into that as well. Um, So we get into Manchester. We have to try to get in touch with the private car that we hired. We go outside. We get in the car. And for some reason in my head, I was thinking that Manchester was like an hour, hour and a half away from Brett's mom's house. No, it's like two and a half hours. Leeds is the one that's closer. There's not an airport in Leeds, at least not that I'm aware of, not like a major one. So we get in the car and it was like one of those um, like, I don't know, like travel vans. So I should have gotten in the way, way back. But instead, I got in like the second portion of the van and we're exhausted. Like the night before was the wedding. We stayed out super late. We almost slept into I've my alarms were all fucked up the whole time I was there. So my alarm almost didn't go off. Um Anyways, it was just a lot of traveling. It's hard for me and Brett to sleep on flights. Like I can sleep 
a little bit, but it's not a deep sleep. And because of all the alcohol that we had consumed the previous days, like my limbs were really swelling swelling up on the flight. And I'm super paranoid about deep vein thrombosis. So I was just like freaking out over my legs when I got off the flight, my feet, because they were so swollen. So anyways, we get in this van and neither of us can get comfortable. We're like trying to. The driver's talking to us. So... We have this super long drive back to Brett's mom's house. And this is so unlike Brett. As soon as we get there, Brett's like, I have to go to sleep. Brett never naps. So the fact that we had to like sleep for like five hours in the day really says something. Um, And then I'll tell you all about England. But really what I want to mention is the entire time we were in England, Brett is was watching on the flight tracker and the Air Canada app um, the flight that we were supposed to be going home on. And Brett's just obsessed with like, airplanes and flight paths and he's always looking at that like whenever his parents are coming he will not be able to sleep and he'll just watch their plane like fly on the radar and whenever we're getting ready to go on a flight he always looks up everything about the planes and he looks up if they've been on time or not so um right when we start our vacation Brett realizes that this Air Canada flight that we're going to be going home on is a shit show that basically it's going late every single day and at first I just kind of brush it off Brett's like oh it's gone late for like a long time it's never on time and I'm just like oh whatever it's not a big deal but he keeps checking every day and it starts to become like oh shit this might be kind of a big deal he basically puts it to me like if we met if, if our original flight's delayed then our connection in Toronto is going to be missed. So basically, we're flying from Manchester to Toronto, Toronto to San Francisco, where our car is. And that was the whole point of us flying out of San Francisco to begin with. Everyone that's like, there's direct flights out of whatever to whatever to whatever, Sacramento to Chicago. Yes, but we needed to be able to get our car. And it wasn't the Sacramento to Chicago stretch that was the problem. It was the Manchester back to San Francisco. Like, our car had to be in the same place that we flew out of, right? I wish that we could get flights to England from Sacramento that weren't like a million dollars. So <clears throat> Brett starts to make me nervous about the flight home. So um, he said that we booked it through United and then they partner with Air Canada. So we reached out to Experian first. Experian said we had to reach out to United. So I got on the chat with them. Five hours later, two representatives and a manager of me saying like, hey, um, is there any way that we can switch this flight? Because for the past three weeks that we're able to view on the Air Canada app, this flight has gone late, therefore making the people miss their connection. And if we miss our connection, we're going to be fucked. And they're like, well, we can't predict what's going to happen in the future. I'm like, yeah, but if you're going off of like an average here, just look at the flight history. It hasn't gone on time. And so they're basically saying that they can't help me because they can't predict what's going to happen. Right now, our flight was showing on time, but the day before it was always showing on time. And by the time I reached out to them, I mean, we're talking this was five days in advance. So I kind of I don't know why I spent so much time arguing with them over chat. But this particular day in England, we had no plan. So it was just basically us sitting around at his parents' house and me just like chatting with them all day to try to get our flight changed. They did offer to upgrade us to business class from premium economy, but it was going to be like $3,000 per person. And like, we're not paying that right um, on a different on a completely different flight. And we would have had to fly out of Heathrow, which meant we would have had to get someone to drive us there because we didn't have a car. It just would have meant changing a lot of plans. I really feel like something in my throat is swollen. I'm starting to like panic like I'm sweating right now. Oh, my God. So um, and Chuck is meowing. Our pets heads are falling off. 
So they basically say they can't do anything for me. We continue to watch the flight. It's late every single day. Our saving grace is that we left on Tuesday and on Monday that plane didn't go. It didn't go all the way to Manchester. So we were like, if it can catch up now, we might be okay. Well, the night before the flight, we're like, everything's showing on time tomorrow. And it actually looks like it could be on time. So that's great news. So we go to bed at like, I don't know, 11. I cannot fall asleep because I'm so worried about it. Like, I'm so just so worried about everything. Luckily, I was able to get an additional day off work. I didn't think I had enough vacation time, but I did. So that worked out. A little buffer day. Um, But I just can't fall asleep that night because I'm just so worried about everything. I finally fall asleep. I don't know. In like the two o'clock hour, maybe. And then our alarm goes off at 520 to like get showered before our car comes and picks us up. So the car comes to get us at six. Um, it's like three hours and 20 minutes to the airport because there was a ton of traffic. And so um, and on the Air Canada email that we got, it said show up four hours early. And I'm like, oh, fuck, four hours is such a long time. So um, we get to the airport. We can't even find the Air Canada like area. Finally, we find it. And the line's not too bad. We get up to the front and the woman's super nice. Um, I've been reading atrocious things on Twitter. People saying Air Canada is the worst. They're not staffed. Um, people's bags have been lost for like 90 plus days they can't get in touch with customer service don't even bother calling don't bother emailing no one gets back to you they've had claims open for lost bags or delays and just like it's so bad so we get to check in our bags and um, we check in we have premium economy seats to Canada and from Canada to San Francisco the whole way is supposed to be premium economy so I talked to the woman and I'm like is the flight on time she like kind of laughs She's like, yep, it sure is today. So we go through security at Manchester. It's a new terminal. And I accidentally left my Dyson Airwrap in my bag. So my luggage or my carry-on goes through the spillover, you know, like the 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 lane that needs to be checked. Well, there's like 30 bags in front of mine. So like we have to wait an hour for my bag to get searched. For them, I real I left a hand sanitizer in my purse on accident that wasn't bagged, and then I left my Dyson Airwrap. So Um, Then we go over and we find a bar to sit in and I already feel disgusting like I'm hot. I'm sweaty. I'm just like it's I don't I'm just like nervous about everything. And so um, we sit at this bar. Brett gets some drinks. I get some water and then um, we go over to the Air Canada terminal so that we can like be there for boarding. And at this point, it's still saying that it's on time, which is like unheard of considering what we had been seeing the weeks leading or the days leading up to this. Actually, the weeks because Brett was able to look back on their app for like three weeks and it was delayed every day. So we get over to the area and there's a ton of people, tons of families. And um, it's supposed to be boarding in like five minutes. And I see the captain roll up. And then like five minutes later, I see the crew roll up. And I'm like, okay, so we're not going to be boarding on time, whatever. So I go to sit down somewhere and they press a recording that says, um, final call for Air Canada, whatever, whatever, whatever at this gate. And so everyone panics and they rush over to the gate when no one's even started boarding yet. And so they just let the staff from Air Canada just lets everyone stand there for like 10 minutes before saying like getting on the thing and saying we haven't started boarding yet. Like take a seat. They just let panic ensue. Like didn't give a fuck about it. Meanwhile, Brett starts to get emails that our flight's going to be delayed an hour. Therefore, we're going to miss our connection. So I go up to the counter and I'm like, we just got an email and a couple other people do, too. We just got an email saying that this flight's going to be an hour. She doesn't even she's not even making eye contact with me. She's doing something else. She puts her hand up and she goes, relax. It's going to be fine. We're about to start boarding now. It's not going to take off an hour late. 
It was supposed to take off at 12.15. So they start boarding very, very slowly. By the way, on Air Canada, you also have to wear masks again. So that was like a thing, them making sure everyone had masks and handing them out. So um, they board our group. And as I'm walking up there, the girl smirks at me and goes, see, nothing to panic about. And I said, yeah, we'll see. I said, this flight's been been late for the past three weeks. So she said, oh, you've been watching. Yeah, bitch, I fucking have. So we get on the plane and I'm exhausted at this point. So I immediately fall asleep. I wake up an hour later and we're still on the runway. This plane didn't take off till 140, 140. They did make up some time. The flight was pretty good. There was really good food on the flight like this like bomb ass Indian dish. I just wasn't really hungry. My stomach was super upset just like with anxiety. Um, I think I watched a movie on this flight too. Um, Oh, I did. I watched Ambulance with uh, James Franco. No, not James Franco. Um, I can't think of him. Jake Gyllenhaal. I watched that. That was pretty good. And then I watched part of Blended, Adam Sandler and um, Drew Barrymore, which is just like one of my faves. It always makes me laugh. It's like one of those movies whenever it's on, I'll always watch it. So um, we finally take off. They do make up some time. It says that we're going to land at like 405, 409, somewhere right in there. And then our other flight was supposed to go at 530. Well, um, like 40 minutes before we land, Brett gets a notification on the Air Canada app that our original flight from Canada to San Francisco has been canceled and we were rebooked for a new flight at 830 a.m. the following day, today, Wednesday, as I'm recording this, straight from Canada to San Francisco and so I'm panicking I'm pushing the button to have the flight attendant come over they're like we know nothing we've been trying to get a get a hold of people at the desk they're not responding we know nothing right and I had also been reading about the Toronto airport and people were saying it's an absolute nightmare like the worst airport ever so they come on um, the and, and another thing about this flight, it was come. It was basically just like the United Premium Economy. The only difference was the air staff. They did not come pick up our trash. They were not attentive. They didn't come by multiple times with drinks. It was just super like, here's your food. Here's a drink. Good luck. See you later. Um, they were they were kind of sticklers about masks, but like it wasn't too, too bad. Anyways, they get on the mic and they're just like, if anyone has connections, those people need to get off first. Almost the entire flight when the plane landed got up because they had connections. I heard people saying like, I have a family of seven. Half of the people got emails that their um, flights got changed. Like we can't be split up. There's children with us. Like it's just chaos, right? So Brett and I have like different game plans. Brett's like, we should just play dumb and go to the gate and be like, we didn't see this notification on the app because we had our boarding passes to our wallet. And I'm just like, let's just see how far we get. So we get off the plane. We're like the first ones off. I'm wearing a sweatshirt, shorts, sandals, and I'm carrying this fucking heavy ass bag in my purse. Brett is like running and I'm trying to keep up. But you guys, I was going to shit my pants. First of all, I had to go to the bathroom so fucking bad. Like, I think I had such bad anxiety before that I couldn't go to the bathroom. And then I was worrying so much about not being able to go to the bathroom that like when we stood up from that Air Canada flight and like all of a sudden the race was on, I was like, oh, fuck. So I'm trying to keep up, but I'm also like clenching my butt cheeks as I'm running through the airport. <laughs> and 
And um, I'm like trying to follow him and we get up to, you have to go to the, through security again. This happened at Frankfurt too. Oh, that's what it was. We flew from Chicago to Frankfurt, Frankfurt to Manchester. The Frankfurt um, airport is nasty. Like it's fucking disgusting. We had to go through security again there too. And there was a, we were standing in that line forever. It was so hot in there, like AC in Europe. Is that a thing? No? Okay. So we're standing in line at the Frankfurt, um, to go to Manchester. And this guy who doesn't speak English just decides he's going to cut everyone in line and does it like super aggressively. First of all, just sets his bag at the front of the line and then like kind of cuts through everyone to get up front. Everyone was like, what the fuck? But he didn't speak English. So we had no clue what he was saying. And then he ended up getting pulled and strip searched in a room. So I was like, karma that fucking serves. Yeah, yeah. So we did not fly direct from Chicago. I knew we didn't. I'm just having extreme brain fog, fog right now. So Back to Toronto. We have to go through security again, which is a huge problem because we stocked up on water bottles because I feel nauseous whenever I'm on a plane. And also we just felt disgusting already. Traveling just really takes it out of you. And so Brett bought this aerosol can of um, deodorant that I'm sure wasn't cheap at the airport. And he had to fucking throw that away, too. So we go up to security. Brett and I are like, I'm sweating because I have to go to the bathroom and I'm also nervous and I'm also rushing. So there's like three, three things contributing to the fact that I am soaking my clothes with sweat. And so this time I learned my lesson. I made sure everything was out and correct. We get through it super quickly. And then we get to this other room where we have to scan our boarding pass. And mine and Brett say it's invalid. So at this point, we can either continue to F gates like no one's physically checking. So I'm just like, we should just push through. And Brett's like, no, we should talk to someone because there was an Air Canada desk where we were. So we go up to it and we get this woman and we're like saying our flight got changed to tomorrow. We can make the connection like we're here right now. I don't know why it got changed. Um, And she's just like puts her hand up. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. And I'm just like so fucking annoyed by her attitude already. Right. And she's just like, yeah, yeah, your flight got changed to tomorrow. And I'm like, why? We didn't book that flight. I'm not flying out tomorrow. We have a job to get to. We have animals to get home to. I'm not flying out tomorrow. We paid to be on a certain flight. You don't just get to change us to whatever flight you want. Brett's calling me. Brett was like, you sound terrible. I'm like, I honestly feel so fucking sick. You guys do realize that we're supposed to be going to Vegas next weekend, right? Cool. Okay. Just making sure. Um... I like this is my fucking nightmare. So um, I'm like, you don't get to switch the flight. I'm causing a scene. And she's I'm just like, why, why can't we go on our original flight? She said, oh, you're not going to make it. And I was like, what do you mean? We have plenty of time. She's like, you still have to go through customs. First of all, this room that we're in at this point is like a holding room. They basically have a bunch of little rooms because they're trying to like regulate how many people are at the gates or going through certain areas of the airport because it's just a super packed airport so we're in this like holding room and she's like you still have to get out of this room and then go to customs and I'm like so I'm like we have plenty of time I was like there's no reason that that flight should have been canceled and she said then she switches her the tune she goes oh that flight's already gone and I said what it's not even scheduled to leave yet she's like yeah it's too late And I was just like, well, that's ridiculous. I forget what I said, but she goes, the flight's not going to wait for you. And I was like, I'm not saying that the flight's going to wait for me, but the flight should wait on the count on the count of uh, I I fucking I can't even. Yesterday, I was so fired up. My words were coming out so clear. I was like, 
I'm not saying that it should wait for me, but it should wait on account, on account of the fact that your fucking Air Canada flight was like an hour and 40 minutes late taking off. And we had seen a few nights before that that it had waited for the other flight to come in, like the connection. I don't know if that was the cause of it waiting or what. But anyways, I walk away and Brett basically takes care of it. And she says she can get us on a different flight. She said that um, our bags would be transferred to this new flight and that it would be going from Chicago, from Canada to Chicago, which is a very short distance, and then Chicago to San Francisco. So we'd have to go to a whole nother airport. We'd have to get off the plane again. And um, she was like, how does that sound? And I was like, terrible. I was like, our original flight sounds perfect. Getting on one more flight and being home at the time that we originally selected sounds superb right now. And she was like, well, you can fly out tomorrow. I can just keep you at that. And I'm like, no, I'm not fucking flying out tomorrow. Like I was getting pissed. I know that I'm like, treat customer service people nice, but they're not nice people. They're not even trying to fucking work with you. So she princess our new boarding passes I said okay our bags are for sure gonna come on this flight she's like yes I already said that they're gonna be transferred yada 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 so she gives us our new paper boarding passes tell us tells us to wait to see our names on the board before we can go to the next room so we look and we are and these are all just economy so we're not getting premium economy anymore we're just getting just basic or whatever so we look at the first batch of air um of boarding pass and we're sitting next to each other but then the long flight from chicago to san francisco again we're not sitting next to each other so i go back to get in line again to talk to her because she said that we would be sitting next to each other God, my throat. And she goes, do you want me to switch you back to the flight tomorrow? Like hella attitude. And I'm like, fuck this. So we get um, out of that room and then it goes into a hallway, the super long line. And then after that is customs. And so we wait in line for customs. That wasn't too bad. But don't forget, Brett has a stamp in his passport that's like his temporary green card um, because his green card had the wrong date printed. So we had to send it back and then they have it sent it again. It's been like over a year and a half at this point. So they have to verify that the stamp is valid. So we get up to the front. I'm in a hella bad mood, but the guy is so nice. He's like totally trying to cheer us up. He's like, how was your flight? I was or he was like, how was your flight? I was like, terrible. Air Canada fucking sucks. And he was like, but how was your vacation? I was like, the vacation was good. He's like, well, just think about that then. So anyways, we tell him about the stamp and he has to bring us into a room, which we already knew. But the thing that I didn't think about, I was happy about it. He was like, yeah, you won't have to do this again in San Francisco because you're going now from like, I just saw it in Canada. I'm in a different country, but no, we went through customs meaning that we wouldn't have to do it again. So luckily there was no one in this room. So they approved us pretty quickly and we got out of there. And I was like, you know what? I just, our next, our flight to Chicago. So this like 4.30 at this point? No, it's probably like 5. I forget what, yeah. And the flight was supposed to take off at 5 or board at 5. I don't really know our original flight. But we had gotten through everything pretty quickly. And our flight to Chicago, to Chicago wasn't supposed to take off till 8.30. So we have tons of time. I'm like, you know what? Let's just go to our original gate and see what's good. So we get there. There's hella people in line to board. Hella people. And I'm just like, fuck this. I start tweeting them. I'm like, Air Canada, you guys booted me from this flight. I forget there's a term for it. Um, bumped. You bumped me from this flight because, and your representative said it was because we weren't going to make it, but I'm literally sitting here in front of the gate. I've made it. So we wait till everyone's boarded and I go up to the fl- to the guy and I'm like, are there any available seats on this flight I'm like I'm desperate we were supposed to be on this flight they bumped us because they said we weren't gonna make it and here we are I'm like I just want to go home and he's like just take a seat for a moment actually seems like he's gonna be helpful right 
He does. Um, he talks to the other guy there. They do a bunch of things behind the computer. He comes over. He says, I can potentially get you on this flight. He was like, but your bags aren't going to be on the flight. And I'm like, well, I, I assume that. Um, I was like, that's fine. And he was like, they will get there eventually. I don't know how you'll be able to get them from that point. But I just want to be up front with you that your bags are not going to make it from here. And so I'm just like, that's fine. So he's like, OK, give me five minutes. So he goes and works his magic and he's able to get us on the flight. It's not premium economy. They gave up our seats. We're not sitting together, but I'm just so fucking happy to be on this flight. So as they're like getting all of our details and stuff, this other family comes running up and they are in the same situation. It sounds like only we just took the last two seats. And this woman is like being mean to these guys and these guys were really nice she was like i was supposed to be on first class like i'm i I can't even remember what she said but it was really aggressive and her son was like mom try the nicer approach if you want to get things done so we get onto the flight um brett's seat was first front row so we had all that extra leg room he let me sit there instead what a guy um, and I was sitting next to this girl and she's like, I f- just feel disgusting. My teeth, I've brushed my teeth. It's been like 24 hours now. I, I've sweat like five times and it's dried up. I stink so fucking bad. And this girl's like talking to me and I don't even want to look at her, even though I have a mask on. I don't want to like breathe my stinky breath through it. But she's just like, um, you know, we were kind of holding up the flight because they were trying to get us on. She was just like, what was going on? And so I was like, well, I, I didn't even know where to start with it all. I was like, well, we were supposed to be on and then uh, I don't. Uh, we were supposed to be on this flight and then we weren't and I I was like I don't even know so um the flight was I just was feeling so anxious the flight was not great um first of all I had to pay for headphones he was like oh you have to pay for these and I was like I was supposed to be in fucking premium economy where they're free and I was just on a premium economy seat before this flight where I did have headphones but I left him behind because I assumed I was going to be on premium economy again at the next flight and would have got all this shit again for free so they treat everyone in economy like shit basically there's no meals there's just a pretzel which I just declined I got some apple juice just because my breath was just so dry and um, I watched Girls Trip on the flight. I watched the rest of Blended and then I watched Girls Trip and I tried to fall asleep and I just couldn't. I felt disgusting. My stomach was going gargling because I was just like anxiety. Still haven't gone to the bathroom yet. I'm just a fucking wreck. So finally the plane lands and we get off at San Francisco and I'm just relieved, right? And we go, I got, I look, check, we check our air tags and they're still in Canada, But the weird thing is they haven't even gotten on a plane to Chicago. So at that point, we realized that the bitch at the first check station lied. She didn't transfer the bag. So had we have gotten on the flight from Chicago to San Francisco, from Ontario to Chicago, Chicago to San Francisco, our our bags wouldn't have ended up there. She kept them on the original flight that they rebooked us to. So. We go to baggage claim and we talk to someone from Air Canada and we're just like, what's the deal? They're like, oh, yeah, your bags are still in Ontario. She's like, well, uh, I can file a claim when they do get here. They'll either be delivered by courier or by FedEx. But we won't know when that is exactly. I'm like, so it could be weeks. And she was really nice and super helpful. She's just like she kind of gave me a look. She's like, yeah, things are really bad right now in that area. There was tons of suitcases because they were rebooking people and kicking them off flights and just like it's just a shit show air canada fucking sucks i cannot say enough bad things about air canada i will never again i i don't even think i'm even i don't even think i'm either i don't even think i'm even like expressing how bad it is and the flight when we get into san francisco it's hella late like that flight was so fucking delayed 
it's not even funny. It was way past the point where it was supposed to get in. So Brett and I are exhausted. We just decide to drive home because there's nothing else we could do at this point. So we drive home. We get home super late. We take showers. We get in bed. And Brett wakes up super early this morning. I don't even think he got much sleep last night because he just had a lot of anxiety. And he's just like, I'm just going to go back to San Francisco to get our bags. So it was after all that, we just can't risk it. All of our shit's in there. Brett can't even charge his phone. Like, I knew that this was going to happen, but I didn't really think of like, I don't know. There are people tweeting Air Canada saying they haven't had their bags for almost 100 days. Like, I just can't, you know. So we take Benny for a walk, the both of us. I don't know why I got up to. Brett was like, you should just get up with me. That way we can get stuff done. So we took Benny Benny for a walk and Brett's out the door hella early to go to San Francisco. And so um, I got up, did some laundry, went to Petco because Benny was almost out of food, went to Costco because we didn't have anything, went to Rayleigh's and then came home, washed the bedding, did some more wash. I also had hella, I was doing hella ordering when I was in England, like, I have this um, oval uh, wand, hair wand at his mom's, and it's the best. So I ordered one for me here. I ordered some some more skims because all the skims that I got was like the fucking best. Everything was just like, yeah, the bras, the underwear, everything. So I got another bra and some more underwear and it came and um, I unpacked it all before I went to the store and I get home from do running my errands and Benny's ate my brand new skims bra with the tag still on it and everything. <gasps> you know what I just realized? No, I thought there was like a safety pin on it. Oh, my God, that would be so bad if he swallowed a safety pin. No, I don't think there was because her packaging is like, no, there wasn't for sure. There wasn't. Um, So, yeah, I get home and that's in pieces. I have to put everything away. And that's when I really started to feel like shit. Everyone told me to get zinc and vitamin C. So I did. I couldn't find any elderberry. I'm not near a sprout. So <clears throat> I didn't do that. But um I just finished making the bed and now I just I need to fucking lay down and try to sleep I don't know if this is just exhaustion or what it is but Brett I don't know how Brett's making it right now he just called me and said that he's like so tired we're we're running on fumes and he's calling me again and we were supposed to have a call with our lawyer tonight about Brett's um citizenship because we got a letter while we were gone that he's taking his test soon but she canceled that, thank God, or moved it to tomorrow. I'm just like, I, I'm so glad that I was able to get, I couldn't have worked. I'm dreading having to go to work tomorrow. And I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm having hella anxiety about us going somewhere again next week. Like level 10 anxiety. I'm just not. And I'm also the suitcase are about to be home. There's hella laundry. I've already done like three loads of laundry today. I'm gonna have to do so much laundry unpacking. I've already unpacked like our carry-ons and that felt like the biggest chore. I'm just so drained. Like Brett and I already discussed it. We are if we can't get direct flights into Manchester, we're not doing it. Like we can't deal with these connections. We're just gonna have to bear with it and bear with it we're just gonna have to grit and bear it and fly into Heathrow and do the drive because there's no way that we can go through this again and everyone's like oh traveling right now is really bad everywhere it's not it's I I get that and it is true but it's really bad with Air Canada like Air Canada has got to be the worst airline out of anyone, the customer service, just the blatant disregard for people's plans and original itinerary. Everyone's been sending me those like TikToks of the girl that's like the lawyer. I 
fully plan on writing an extensive email and claim because first of all we need to be compensated because we paid for premium economy and we didn't get that we need to be compensated for being severely delayed getting into san francisco and just being fucked around generally we need to be compensated for our baggage i mean there's so many things brett's like oh you can do that when i get home i'm like uh no i can't i need to take a nap the fact that I've even done this, if I didn't already post that I was going to do this, I probably wouldn't have because I originally said Thursday, but then I woke up this morning and I was just like, oh my God, so happy to be in my own bed, so happy to be home. And then that flame went out <laughs> and now I'm just dead to the world. So I'm going to post this. It's hopefully you enjoy it. Hopefully it holds you over until next week. Now you have, I just feel like I would have wasted so much time of an episode. Like I want to tell you about the trip and this is already 36 minutes long of me just telling you about the horrendous travel. So now that I've gotten that out of the way, I can focus on all the fun stuff, you know, all the stuff outside of the nightmare that it was to travel with this reservation. I just like when Brett probably first told me about it, he probably just was like nonchalant. Oh, yeah, we're going to pop here and this is where we have our layover. But no, (coughs) all the layovers and all the different flights mixed with dealing with Air Canada. I mean, this was the worst travel experience in my entire life. Like this has really scarred me for life. And also. I did, when we were laying in bed last night, I was like, we are flying direct to Vegas, right? And he's like, uh, about that. We have a layover in Burbank and we also have a layover on the way home. I'm like, I really wanted to cry. I'm like, I can't even think about that right now. We have like a week to, I have a week to get myself there. Oh, and I started my period today. So just like, I mean, the hits just keep on coming. I'm jet lagged. I'm bloated. I am like just exhausted. I've taken three showers since we've got home and I still feel like I stink. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm a mess. I need to go spray my throat with something and fucking lay the fuck down. All right. Follow me on Instagram at what the Chuck podcast next week's episode will be a mixture of like normal what's happening day to day. But I'm also going to include um, the trip in that episode. I'm going to tell you I've taken some notes along the way. I should have taken more, but I did take lots of notes on things that I like really wanted to remember. So, yeah, we'll talk more about my trip on next week's episode. Hope you enjoyed this little travel episode of What the Chug Podcast with me, Megan fucking Rage.